0: back in 2018 when i was still a young man i thought i was invincible and could see 100 clients per week and essentially redlined it every day i was making a ton of money but being that dialed in took all of my focus and my health took a back seat i kept saying that i would eventually make my health a priority once things settled down which never happened and i ended up blowing up and having to step away from my practice for almost a year to get back on track I was always focused on the short term and never understood the importance of making my longevity in my career my main focus, which almost cost me everything. In this episode, I share my story on how I wrecked my health and how I fought like hell to get it back with the simple concept of running every decision through a filter of how it would serve me in the future, which in turn made me more money and have better health. I hope you can learn from my mistakes and prioritize your own health and longevity. Welcome back to the Soft Tissue Treatment Revolution Podcast, where we teach overworked massage therapists a better treatment system that will allow you to cut your treatment times by at least 50% so you can stay healthy, avoid that dreaded burnout, and help a hell of a lot more people get out of pain. If you're new to the show, you don't know who I am. My name is Dr. Matt Maggio. I am a soft tissue injury treatment expert specifically for neck, shoulder, elbow, and wrist pain. My focus is on finding and fixing scar tissue and reducing inflammation from chronic injuries without the use of drugs injections, or surgeries, which does lead to a significant increase in overall functioning, flexibility, and even long-lasting pain relief. Thanks so much for stopping by and checking out the show. Let's get right into it. How focusing on my own longevity caused my business to skyrocket. So I've shared this story a lot over the years, but just a quick recap. You know, back in 2018, I had a huge practice. I was seeing well over 100 um, clients week. I was really redlining it, just going nonstop. You know, I was getting up at about 245 to get ready for the day. And I was seeing patients like straight through from like six to six, almost every day of the week. I was making a shit ton of money. I had other providers come onto the practice. We were growing like crazy. But during that time, I didn't have any time to work out. I really ate like shit. I smoked a ton of weed just to pass out every night. I was in crippling pain each and every day. I got a really bad neck from being stupid and playing football in college and bashing my head into other humans. I've also blown out my low back and I was barely getting by. You know, I couldn't focus at all. It was amazing that I still had all that success that I did in practice. I was just basically redlining it, drinking caffeine from 2.30 in the morning till 8 o'clock at night, just going balls to the wall. And then it just started getting worse and worse. My neck would blow up and I'd have to miss three or four days of practice, uh, being in practice. Then my back would blow up and one thing after another. And I just got so depressed. I gained a shit ton of weight. I was a fat shit. It was so funny when I go back and look at my license picture, I was just huge. Like my whole picture was just a swollen face of me. You know, I went from playing football at like 2.30 to eventually I got up to like 2.85. And when all that happened, I got depressed. I got a lot of anxiety. Uh, I even became suicidal and I just didn't want to do it anymore. And then one day it just all blew up. I had a neck problem that just wouldn't go away. So I just had to stop and step back from practice. Luckily I had some people working with me that could run the practice, but you know, it took a huge hit you know, so many clients were used to seeing me. They didn't want to see the other providers just caused a lot of problems, but I had to, and I had to get my shit together, you know, and also my dad had died not that long ago from a pain pill overdose. And that really fucked with me too. And I didn't want to go down that path and, you know, just being suicidal. And it wasn't like a depression, you know, there's different types of depression. You know, there's one where you're just like sad and you don't want to do anything. My depression was that every day I woke up in excruciating pain. I had to go to the office and put on a smiling face and try to get other people in pain better. But I couldn't get myself better. And then I'd go home and I'd be in pain again. I'd lay there for three or four hours before I'd fall asleep. Maybe be lucky if I got four or five hours of sleep. So the depression that I had was the one where it's like, it doesn't matter what you do. Things just continue to get worse and they don't get any better and you become hopeless. And when you become hopeless, it just really fucks with you. And it almost took everything from me and I'm glad I was able to crawl out of that. So I kind of want to share how I figured all this out. I had a talk a couple of weeks ago with an awesome um, massage therapist out in LA and we just got, he's been in the game for a while now. Um, I think it was like almost like 15 or 16 years. And we just got talking about like the biggest problems that we see in the profession and with people. And he says, The biggest one is people just don't focus on the lifespan of being a manual therapist and they lose their longevity. You know, I didn't even know this. And he told me like, you know, the lifespan of a therapist is like less than seven years. And it got me thinking, I was like, man, you know, that's right about when I hit my window. And I'm not even one that's doing like these long drawn out, you know, hour, hour and a half sessions. I was doing 15 minute sessions, but I was still getting really fucked up too. And about seven years is when I hit the wall because I thought it was invincible. I, I ignored stuff. You know, the thing with health is sooner or later, it becomes your number one priority. And then I stumbled across the podcast. Uh, there's this awesome doctor, named uh, Dr. Peter Tia. I think his podcast is called The Drive, but he talked about this idea called the 95-year-old Olympics. And thinking about all the decisions that you make in your health, in your nutrition, in your exercise, what you do in your activities, thinking about how you're going to be when you're 95 years old. Like, what do you want to be able to do when you're 95? Do you want to be able to, like, Drive. Do you want to be able to tie your shoes? Do you want to be able to walk up and down stairs? Do you want to be able to carry groceries and do stuff like that? And using that lens and that focus really helped me change, you know, because what would happen for me is like, I wouldn't go to the gym for like months on time, but then I'd get this like bug where I'd want to go and I'd go in and I'd beat the living fuck out of myself and I'd hurt myself even more. And then I was just building this never ending loop of despair and destruction. And I wasn't getting any better. And I wasn't really thinking about that. I'd go in and like, you know, I was fat and I wasn't healthy, but one thing I always was, well, I was strong. So I'd go in, I would deadlift a shit ton of weight, fuck up everything. And I wouldn't want to lift again. I wasn't really considering my future self. I just would get frustrated and I wouldn't do like daily things. I'd go balls to the wall or are, are nothing at all. And what I found is you just have to be consistent with what you do. And what really, you know, pushed me, in the right direction was when someone that I respected, who was my mentor, who taught me so many things, he finally just told me straight up that I was sloppy. Yeah, I looked sloppy, and that people wouldn't respect me as a healthcare provider when I looked like, looked like that. And you know, he was the first person that was honest, and he wasn't a dick about it. He was just honest. You know, everyone else always told me, "Oh, it's okay to be." big, you're big bone. Oh, you're a football player. You know, you're just a little, you put on a little weight. Fuck. I put on like 85 fucking pounds. I was a fat shit. Like I just wish people would have been more honest. And he was the first person that was honest with me and made me realize that for the first time that my health and my appearance was actually affecting my practice and people taking me seriously and listening to me as a true healthcare provider, because nothing's worse than me for me than someone that's a hypocrite. And I've been one myself, you know, maybe you are too. You know, you tell your clients to eat right, to exercise, to manage their load, to get treatment, and you don't do any of that yourself. I get it, I've been there as well. We're the worst freaking hypocrites out there. And it does help us lose some credibility with our clients because they wanna look at us as a leader, someone that understands what's going on and someone they wanna take advice from me. So what I always thought I needed was just like more motivation. You know, I'd watch these like Tony Robbins videos or this guy named Eric Thomas who would just yell at you and get you all motivated. I think, oh yeah, I need to get motivated. I need to get excited. And that's what would happen. I'd get a little burst. I'd be a little motivated. I'd make some changes for a little while, but then it would roll right back. where it was. And what I realized was I really just lacked discipline. You know, one of my favorite guys is Jocko Willink and his, his phrase is discipline equals freedom. And the way I look at discipline is you do what needs to be done. Even on the days when you don't feel like it, that's what true discipline. So we all think we need more motivation. We don't need motivation. We need discipline. So what did I do? I've talked about this before, but I, I just, I'm on it right now because it's amazing is, I did the Live Hard program created by Andy Frisilla. Um, Many of you know it as the 75 Hard program. Um, basically what it is, everyone thinks it's like a health thing, but what it is, is is a mental recalibration to create mental toughness by getting you to focus on the tasks that are important each and every day. And, you know, it's, you're supposed to do it for 75 days and then you take a break. You do 30 days and then another 30 and another 30 throughout the year. What I found is, honestly, I just do it every fucking day. I feel great. Yeah, it is a pain in the ass sometimes. It is a pain in the ass to get my ass up outside, throw my rucksack and go for a 45-minute walk outside when it's pouring rain. But you know what? My mental toughness builds up. It is hard to want to eat clean and not put shit in my mouth. It is hard to sit down and want to focus and read a book and just be there. But you know what? It makes me so much better. And it just keeps me disciplined each and every day. I don't need that motivation bullshit. I just need the discipline. So if you're struggling with that, definitely go check out that program he talks about it on his podcast. He's got an amazing book called the book on mental toughness that will change your entire perspective and understand that getting your mind right will help. And you got to start with your mind first and then the body will respond. So what happened to me once I started doing this, I had a better attitude. Yeah. I was actually excited to get up and take on the day. I started feeling better. I got better energy. I had better focus. And you know what? radiated confidence. I lost all that weight. I'm down to 200 pounds of raw steel and sex appeal or whatever they say. Um, And what else it did, it transformed my business. It led to me being more confident in being a leader for my clients, which in turn caused me to charge more because when you charge more, clients take it more seriously. It helps your psyche as a provider as well. And just help me get better clients because I radiated that. I wasn't going to compromise with someone that came in and was fat and sloppy and didn't want to do any work, but wanted to bitch and complain all the fucking time that they weren't any better because then I had a story. And you know what I could do now is I could create empathy for them. Empathy is where you understand what they're going through, but you can help them. A lot of people just want sympathy where they want you to feel bad for them and wish that you weren't them. Don't be like that. Empathy is the key. It made everything better in every aspect of my life. So in closing, you know, sooner or later, your health will become your number one priority. And the sooner you make it your priority, the easier it will be. Also, there's just a higher level of respect and confidence from being fit. And looking the part goes a long way to improving all aspects of not just your business, but your life. Hopefully you can learn from my fuck up. And if you're on that path and you're struggling, reach out. I'd be more than happy to talk to you and help point you in the right direction and help you get your mind right. Because you got to be right up there and you got to be right with your body. Because so many people that I've coached and mentored and trained over the years, they didn't have that aspect of their life in order and it spilled over into their business. And when your business is fucked up, your personal life's fucked up and everything's fucked up. And what you want to do is you want to blame circumstances other people but what's really going on is you don't have the discipline and that's okay because discipline is a skill that you can develop i appreciate you guys listening and as i close every single podcast go out there and be great this week the world needs access to your amazing care so they can stay the fuck away from pain pills injections and surgeries which only make things worse and destroys people's lives i'll catch you on the next one bye thanks so much for listening if you want help on the path to being able to double your income all by working 50% less and being taken seriously as a healthcare provider, I have some great resources for you. Number one, get access to our free training modules and introduction to my system, The Peak Method. Number two, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Soft Tissue Revolution. Links to all of this can be found in the show notes. Lastly, if you like the show, please leave us a five-star review and share it with others that you know it could help.